Hey, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are across the world. This is your friend Scott Luton here at Supply Chain Now. Hope this finds you well. As we publish shows over the next few days, we're rolling out business lessons from our hosts on a variety of topics. You might just call it Supply Chain Now Academy. Today's practical perspective comes from the one and only Kelly Barner, and she talks about how the stakes are high for everyone on the global supply chain dance floor right now, and she offers up tips for navigating it all successfully. Hey, stay tuned and let us know what you think. Welcome to Supply Chain Now, the voice of global supply chain. Supply Chain Now focuses on the best in the business for our worldwide audience, the people, the technologies, the best practices, and today's critical issues, the challenges, and opportunities. Stay tuned to hear from those making global business happen right here on Supply Chain Now. Hi there. I'm Kelly Barnard, the host of Dial P for Procurement here on Supply Chain Now. Can I ask you a personal question? How do you do under stress? One of my friends has a great way of describing what people do when they're faced with a stressful situation. She calls it the dance. And it's not a real dance. It's more of an emotional response that becomes habitual. Some people instantly fold. Other people fight back. Some people act defensive. Others wallow in self-pity. Other choices include blaming others, denying reality, and engaging in self-destructive behavior. Now, when we're in long-term relationships, and this applies to our personal lives as well as our professional roles, our dance has a way of becoming tied to the dances of others. Sometimes we can move in lockstep and everything is very smooth and beautiful. Other times, not so much. And if someone doesn't change their dance moves, you could end up in a very bad situation. For a long time, procurement's stress dance was to beat on suppliers. If we had a bad day, they had a bad day. If we were pressured to deliver more savings, they got a nasty gram. But after a lot of hard work, we've finally gotten to a place where we're changing our dance. We realize how important supplier relationships are. They're really important. We care about the supplier experience, and many companies are deliberately investing in it. Ultimately, we're striving for being designated as customers of choice. And then, in the background, first very soft and then louder and louder, the dance music starts. Now, we don't even need to discuss the pandemic to look for sources of stress. Let's just focus on supply chain disruption. Ships weren't getting out of China. If they did, they got stuck off of Long Beach. Retailers have been in a bad place, and some, including big companies like Target and Walmart, chartered their own container ships to get inventory here. But then there were delays, misalignments, changes in consumer demand, and all that inventory that they worked so hard to bring to the U.S., became an albatross around their necks. Now there's millions of dollars in unwanted inventory sitting around. There's no free cash. And the next retail season is just around the corner. Old habits die hard. And for many companies, those dance moves came back stronger than ever. According to a recent article from Reuters, 
Target has changed their logistics arrangements with their merchandise suppliers, expecting them to pay to transport goods from China themselves and store them in their own U.S. warehouses at their own cost until Target is ready to take delivery. Other orders have been canceled or pushed out or reduced in size. And all of it has led to unexpected costs and lost business for those suppliers. Walmart is dancing to a similar tune. In addition to tactics like the one we see from Target, they're charging suppliers a pickup fee for merchandise they have to transport to their stores. Now, here's the thing about the dance. The suppliers have learned new moves. In that same Reuters article, I was absolutely shocked to see Target suppliers speaking out against the company to the press. Apparently, the days of suffering silently to protect a deal are gone. These suppliers have been vocal and specific, telling Target and the general public exactly how they feel about these changes and what it is doing to their business. I asked my Art of Procurement partner, Philip Eidson, what he thought about all this and what it might mean for the rest of us, and here's what he said. These suppliers feel as though they're not being heard. This is their last resort. That's a pretty dangerous game because it will be a long time before some of these larger organizations will want to work with a partner that goes to the press when they have challenges. But if they don't feel like they're being heard, then there's not really anywhere else for them to go. Now, it's important for you to mention that all of the named suppliers in this article are merchandise suppliers, or direct spend, as procurement would say. So that means that the procurement teams at these retailers may or may not actually have been involved. But the risk is still present that procurement will succumb to the same pressure and return to our old dance. In fact, there's no way of knowing that it hasn't already. If Target's indirect suppliers are not speaking out as boldly as a few of their direct suppliers are, we would have no way of knowing what moves Target's procurement is moving to. And yet, blaming retailers like Target and Walmart for the pressure that they're under isn't a good plan either. That is far too simple of a response. Here are just a few numbers that you ought to know. As of June 2022, Target had $15.1 billion in unwanted inventory. Their net profit margin for July through October of 2021 was 4%, down by 54% year over year. In May of 2022, Walmart was stuck with $61 billion in merchandise, 20% of which they wish they didn't have at all. That's $12.2 billion worth of inventory regret. And then in August, that policy I mentioned, Walmart started assigning a fuel surcharge to suppliers whose merchandise it must pick up and bring to stores and warehouses, even though that has always been the logistics plan. So the stakes are high for everyone on the dance floor. My key takeaways from this whole situation for procurement professionals feeling the pressure are as follows. Make sure you know who, other than yourself, is talking to your suppliers, or should I say dancing with. Try to keep track of what is being said, how it's being said, and how others are responding. If you have to ask something of your suppliers that is truly more than a favor, 
like something expensive, for instance, expect to give something in return. You're going to give regardless of whether or not you know what it is you're giving, so you might as well ask up front and have it spelled out. Please don't send nasty grams, ever. Once you put it in writing, you no longer own those words. Find a way to stay in touch with how direct spend supplier relationships are being managed. Even if the procurement team isn't responsible for them, you may catch flack for what's being said to merchandise or direct suppliers. And finally, pay your suppliers in accordance with your contracts, period. No negotiation. At the end of each episode of Dial P, I encourage listeners to share their point of view about what I've shared. And I'll say the same thing to you now. How do you feel about the approaches that Target and Walmart are taking? How do you feel about the dance that they've chosen to engage in given the very real stresses and pressures that they're under? What do you think about the choice of these merchandise suppliers to not only speak out, but to speak out in the press with quotes attributed to members of their executive teams? You can comment on whatever social media platform you found this on, or you can send me a LinkedIn connection request or a direct message. Let's turn this dance into a conversation that all of us can learn from. There may just be some moves that we can learn from each other. And listen, just because it's stressful and the stakes are high doesn't mean we shouldn't want to look good on the dance floor. I'm Kelly Barner, host of Dial P for Procurement here on Supply Chain Now. Thank you so much for spending these few minutes with me, and I hope to hear your thoughts about what I've shared in this episode. Thanks for being a part of our Supply Chain Now community. Check out all of our programming at SupplyChainNow.com and make sure you subscribe to Supply Chain Now anywhere you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time on Supply Chain Now.